Ladies and gentlemen, you tuned into an all new episode of the Rap Lab Podcast. It's your boy, the Candyman, A L F R E to the D. It's the one and only, the long hair that still won't care. T O, y'all know the question. What's the dealio? And it's your boy, QG. And uh, before we start today's uh, episode, major announcement that uh, for the first time ever, uh, Rap Lab Podcast now has merchandise, ladies and gentlemen. Yes. We got uh, sweaters, T-shirts, tank tops, hoodies. And uh, even for you people who don't want clothing, we got stickers, coffee mugs, uh, towels, blankets, and tote bags so that you could uh, do your grocery shopping made of all recyclable material. Uh, The way to get the merch, um, you go to teespring.com and search Rap Lab Podcast and all the stuff will pop up. Again, that's teespring.com. T-E-E-S-P-R-I-N-G dot com. Type in Rap Lab Podcast and the whole Rap Lab uh, apparel and merchandise line will show up. Um, the first 10 people that uh, that buy something, you know, because we, 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 we know we know who buy and who don't. We get the email. Um, I will be reaching out, contacting you personally with a personalized thank you. So I'll I, I make sure to uh, thank the people and I might just uh, pass you something along for free. So again, that's... Uh, teespring.com uh and search up rap lab podcast all the stuff will come up yes and again and thank you to the listeners boy. i want to shout out my boy tk he made his purchase you know tk shout out to you homeboy he's a listener of the show shout out i want to thank rico blades i want to thank rico blades because because uh, the boy eric you know we had eric on the show my brother he uh put it up on his social media so Reach out to him for any inquiries as well. You know, he's down with us. So anybody out there want a shirt, want a hoodie, want a mug, want stickers, blankets, tote bags, whatever, please check out that website. Check out the link or hit us up personally on our social medias if you have any questions or any inquiries about your orders. We got you. Absolutely. And um, everything is uh, limited supply. And uh, we got more merchandise in the works, but we can't sell what, what, what we got planned for the future if we don't uh, if we don't sell what we got now. So please support. And again, like I said, everybody who uh, first time people that buy something, I reach out to you personally, send you a thank you. Uh, with that being said, today's thank you all. Topic, thank you all. Yep. With that being said, today's topic on the show, we playing some fantasy today. We gonna talk about dream collabos between uh, artists that uh, have not happened that we wish could happen. And, or uh, that would have happened years ago. So you could even put that inside, too. So, uh, yeah, we're just going to go around the room. And uh, we start off with T.O. So what you what you got for, uh, for albums that uh, never happened that you wish uh, would have happened? Well, I'm going to be a little biased on this one, the first pick. As much as I love conscious rappers, I'm certainly surprised that Common and Black Thought haven't done an album yet. Mm, yeah. Now, when you, yeah, I don't remember. I don't remember hearing any of them doing a joint album together. I would love to see that, or even years ago, I would have loved to see that. These are two vicious, conscious rappers right here. Now, I feel like they're a little bit neck and neck as far as bars go. The production, I'm pretty sure, will be a little bit of the roots, maybe a bit of Dilla, a leftover Dilla track. Who knows? I just. I just feel like if they would have collabed, I think they would have feed off better. And this, well, you see, test. well, you see, it took them years. You saw it took them years to just get together to do a record to I do mean, a record, right? Together. 
And I'm like, and I don't think they ever collaborated that much, even as the roots, you know? That's correct. Not not that I know of, and and it's weird because I like they both almost have the same type of I can't say the same type of style. The only different uh, the only similarity is they have conscious type rap lyrics. But me personally, I would have loved to see a common and black thought album. I think it would be great. There's actually a freestyle that was out from 1998 with Black Thought and Common that has got a lot of um, appraisal because a lot of people didn't have never seen the footage. That footage has just seen the light not too mm-hmm. long ago. So uh, it, just imagine it, from from back then if they did something. I think if they would have had an album in 2000, ah, you know what? Maybe 1999 or 2001. I know Common was a bit busy in 2000 with like water like chocolate i don't know you may have seen a a great breathing type album mm-hmm. i would have loved course, to see and, yeah and and again you would have probably had talib kwali on there most def kanye yeah. probably would have been on the production boards a little bit like to get that chicago and in in and philly soul man to get those two guys together it would have been a breath of fresh air for conscious rap who knows man in fact I believe it probably would have sold tremendously well because, I mean, thought, especially like you said, 2000. You know, 2000 was a great year. and um, Especially for like, like the Roots, the Raucous Records yeah, area. You yeah, know. yeah, yeah. Most definitely. I totally believe that. I think that comment and thought album would have been very, very good. And I mean, if you, if you were to pick a title, just just creatively speaking, like what would you call this album to you? Commonly thoughts. <laughs> what? Commonly thoughts. It might work. It might work. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's kind of funny. Wordplay at its finest, but yeah, I mean, or common thought. <laughs> yeah, common thoughts. You know. Just simply, you know, yeah. Or thoughts in common. I don't know. <laughs> It's kind of interesting. Who knows? It may it may have worked. And uh, yeah. I probably would I, if I would have gave him at least maybe mm, fourteen well, tracks, maybe. Well, well, 14. you know, well, you know, no ID would have would have would have produced that too. Well, mm-hmm. yeah, we gotta put no ID, and and Roots will and Black Thought would definitely work great on the no ID production. Oh yeah, I mean, we we talked about it. We said you said Dilla. We said Kanye. Mm-hmm. We definitely know ID. Oh, most definitely, he'd be all over it. And lyrically, the album would be bananas. I might even put High Tech on that too. You can. Has High Tech ever worked with Common? I think so. Was He's it that Dilla? Was it that? Was it that after Death Dilla album? I couldn't remember. He might have worked with Thor too. I gotta remember the production for that. Possibility. Interesting. But high tech will give them heat. Oh, for sure. I mean, both those guys would, and there'll be a lot of stories. They'll talk about what's going on in the community. They would talk about what's going on in Chicago and in Philly. Like, there's a deeply connection here. Like, you see how big we wanted Common to be the third member of Black Star because of that connection is so good. So well, respiration was a hell of a song. Yeah, oh man, I, they I mean all, they could have did now I mean, after that. Man. Thomas stole the show, but they all went off. So oh yeah, man. And the funny well, thing is, Black Thought was on the remix. Exactly. So 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 there's part of a connection right there. 
Interesting. Yep. Who, who would have been the executive producer and what label it would have been on? That's the question. What a question. I mean, if I was to you say know, back then, I probably mm-hmm. would have gave it to Raucous Records, maybe. Mm-hmm. I know it's a little different. I probably would have gave it to Raucous. You know, a lot of times with these collaborations that, that haven't happened or, or talks about happening, that's a big point that uh, the candy man just brought up because everybody wants a piece. And sometimes mm-hmm. each artist will look for a distribution deal separately from the deal that they have currently and work out a joint venture with that. And, you know, it's, it's all about everybody getting a piece and everybody eating equally off the record. Yep, I agree. Good pick. Very yeah, good. But, yeah, but um, to, to QG's point, I think that's the reason why a lot of collaborations that fans have wanted never really happened or, or, or didn't happen as fast as we would have liked them to, only that's because right. the, when the labels get involved, then you get a whole... Is, is, labels getting involved is like the music equivalent to politics, you know? Mm-hmm. That's right. Right. Big, big deal, big deal. Yep. Yeah. yeah, but all right, QG. Uh, let's let's hear from you. Uh, what are you uh, as far as dream collaborations? What you got in mind? I wish that the Thelma and Louise project would have came out for those Ooh, that need to. What is that? And Mac, Foxy Mac, Mac, and Little Kim. Mac knows what I'm talking about exactly. Foxy, Foxy and Little, and Little Kim. Kim. In 1996, there was a discussion to have Foxy Brown and Little Kim work on a project together. At this time, both of them were out. Both of them were hot. They were at their amazing, amazing, amazing run, and when I did my research, I found out that Pretty Boy, who is Foxy Brown's brother, he was in a conversation with Lear Cohen. And Lear Cohen told him, if you could get little Kim and Foxy Brown in the studio, I'll give you a million dollars. I read that they both were going to get 500000 apiece to do this album. Now, this is 1996. $500,000 is a handsome ransom, if you ask me. I mean, now, you know, there's millions on the table that people uh, are are getting, but $500,000 is good money. I think, the, I think the issue with that, here you have two FEMCs from Brooklyn. They are different, but there's a lot of similarities. So when you look at this, you probably would have had the Hitman producing on here. You, you would have had Jay-Z and Biggie on this album or Nas on this album as collaborators, which would have been amazing you probably would have had the brat on there because you know she was out and you know the ladies coming together you would have had a all probably an all-female collaboration you know they probably would have thrown in more of the greats you know maybe mc light or queen latif or somebody on there but i mean egos was a problem we all know the history with foxy and, and and kim and who knows maybe they felt that they didn't have to do an album together they were probably more focused on their uh, solo projects which which is fine because hardcore came out great album ill nana came out great album and when you look at it they both had their mentors respectively like biggie was with kim foxy had jay-z and the firm in her corner so who knows man like if, if that would have came out and for those that don't know who Thelma and Louise is, that's a movie, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> out there. Uh, Shout out real to Gina quick, Davis and Susan Sarandon. 
Right, right. Susan Sarandon and Gina Davis. Real quick, that movie was out in 1991, and it deals with two... Uh, Two women who become close Lover. friends yeah. over 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 a situation it's, that happened. Go if that go check that movie. That, go check if that, that movie. If that album happened, I hope they Kim and Fox would never reenact the ending scene. <laughs> yeah, that yeah, that's that's something that that that, that, that was a sad ending. But uh, that album, oh man, it it would have been big for that time period, especially in 1996. You know what the thing was? I would have gave him a, I would have gave him two years after their solo debut, because that would have been a little bit busy moment for them. Yeah, but let me ask yeah. you a question. Can, can I ask you a question, QG? While we on this, uh, yeah. didn't um, didn't Foxy and Kim have a beef, or or, they, or or did the beef happen after this album didn't happen? There was tension between the two of them even prior to this album, and I, I mean. There's an album cover, I mean, not an album cover, there's a magazine cover with Foxy and Little Kim, side by side, all in good spirits. You know, I, I, I'm thinking, you know, and, th- and there's a lot of speculation, a lot of rumors on how the beef really started, but you could look online, you could look everywhere, you could see pictures. They were together, they were partying together, they, you know, they had, they had good times together, but I think because they were so neck and neck and there were so many similarities between the two of them that it probably caused some tension because you got little Kim here. Who's hot. You got Foxy who's hot. They're both from Brooklyn. So people are going to debate, Oh, well who's, who's better between little Kim and and Foxy. And I feel like the media. Right. Right. I feel like the media. Yeah. They played a big part in this crap. I think so. So I think, I think there was some tension and competition. You know, uh, you know, Foxy was probably like, well, I, I'm better. Or Lil' Kim was like, no, I'm better. And then it just and we and we discussed this situation in the uh, episode that we did about crime and hip hop, where we discussed the Hot 97 incident with Junior Mafia and Capone Noriega and, and all the people that were involved in that. So that that right there was the was the powder keg. That was the cannon that went off when that situation happened. But prior to that, I, I believe there were some subliminals thrown back and forth between the two of them. Like if, if Foxy heard a line that Kim said that she thought was a dish, she said something. If Kim probably thought Foxy said a dish, she said something. So it was just, it was like, it was it was two alpha females mm-hmm. just 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 going at it. And, and, I, and I believe this- that, that's, where, that's where that happened. And this is also when the era when, you know, the shifting with the ladies changed with the sex sales, uh, sex sales type of era now, especially and with Fox and Kim. Forget, let's not forget the firm disbanded. Foxy was on her own. She was still working with Jay-Z, but Jay-Z was focused on his on his label and his artists in particular. Biggie was taken from us, unfortunately. Kim had to hold the reins down for Junior Mafia. So who knows? What would have happened if if Big was still alive? If 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 Jay and Big could have got together, be like, hey, you know. And if you look at it, you know, Jay Z was on Little Kim's first album, and, and yep, he was saying, he was and, and, yeah, and and and, and, and the first thing. was a lot was, was very funny. It was funny where he was like, I wonder if Big and Season them was coming up here with guns, knowing that I'm trying to recruit you to Rockefeller in a joking manner. But it could have happened. If 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 those factors were still in account, 
this collaboration or a song at least because people were waiting for a record like you got Lil Kim and Foxy on a record and the the closest they ever got was Total that's correct the collaboration with Total and the brat yeah so all of that could have been a part of it but it wasn't meant to be unfortunate unfortunately Candyman you're up so um I'm gonna go with a with an album that was partly recorded, but but will never probably see the light of day hmm. uh, due to uh, people being deceased, labels and sampling issues and stuff like that. But uh, I'm gonna go with the One Nation album. Mm-hmm. Uh, Man, that album! What uh, an album! What an for, album! For the for the fans or the listeners that don't know about One Nation, um. Back in late in uh, mid '96, the summer of '96, um, you know, Tupac and and Big Suge, uh, shout outs to Big Suge, we see you. Um, no, we it, don't. No, we don't. No, we don't. <laughs> big Big Suge, we, 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 we riding with you. I don't know. I don't. I don't know where you get this. We see you stuff, or we ride with you. But <laughs> you're on your own with that one. But uh, as far as I'm concerned, I'm Stevie and Ray. I, I don't see nothing. Oh my goodness! But um, but yeah. So um, Defro Records started Defro East. That was gonna be Pox Baby. Uh, they made the they made the One Nation uh, album. Um, they made the One Nation album to you know for Tupac to show that he didn't, he didn't have no problem with the East. It was just a problem with certain individuals, and um. Yeah, so he, he got the outlaw. It was Pac, the outlaws, uh, Smith and Wesson, the Coco Brothers, um, Greg Nice, Big Daddy Kane. It was, it was supposed to be a compilation album. Um, you see who's on here? You see who's on here mostly as a collaborator? Yeah. Who? Roger Troutman. Yeah, Roger Troutman was involved. Um, I know Roger's Johnny J. all over this album. Yeah. Yep. Johnny, Johnny J. J had a heavy hand in production. I mean, Roger was on California Love. But unfortunately, I mean, his life was taken I from mean, us. Yeah, yeah, man. I mean, when you think of California, you got to think of Roger. Snoopy is all on this album. The Dog Pound is all over here. Like it, it Pac really wanted to do this record, man, and it's 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 just sad. Like he loved Boot Camp Click. He was a yeah. big Boot Camp Click fan. He oh loved yeah, guys. There's a lot camp. of interviews too. There's a yeah. lot. Of, there's a lot of interviews of them shouting him out, and he, even even Goody Mob, man, he loved Goody Mob too. Yeah, there's actually Goody footage on YouTube. On there's actually footage on YouTube of um Goody yeah, Mob Pac. in the studio in a Pac session. Yeah, so yep. there's some rare interviews that people have seen Pac when he was alive, and Goody Mob was one of them. I mean, I, I read my reports on this as well. He wanted. Can you imagine a primo? track with Tupac. Can you imagine what that would have sounded now, like? See, <laughs> now see, now see, now see if he would have been taken away man, and that's Ooh. what people were really aiming for. Like Big's done a primo track, but let's see if Pac could do a primo. I think Pac would have uh, been different. Pac would, he, circles around, Pac, Pac would wrap circles around that primo track. It also man. Depends you see how he got yep. You see how he got on that Easy Mo B track, If I Die Tonight, he'd wrap circles around that. And so was track, Temptation. Bro. Mo B oh, dropped yeah. that shit, man. You know oh, what man. time is. You, Jal. You know what time you it is. Had, 
you would have had East Coast producers, West Coast producers, even Outkast was 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 rumored to be a part of this project too. Now imagine Pac on an organized noise beat. Oh man, unbelievable, that, man! What an album work? that would have been. How this album would have been fantastic. This album would have been fantastic, man. Oh, production-wise, song-wise, you know, Pac is at the head of all of it, so he's orchestrating everything. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So most definitely, this this album would have been fantastic, man, if they would have been it. And like Candyman said, this is this is Pac's way of showing the people that I don't hate the East Coast. I don't hate New York. I have problems mm-hmm. with certain people from there. So let me get these people that I got nothing but love for and respect for on this album. And One Nation would have been an incredible project, man. That's true. That's true. A lot of songs were reused on post-Pac albums. Is that correct? Well, mm-hmm. one only one from that recording yeah. session, which was... um. Ah oh, shit! It was on Better Days with yeah, um, Military Minded, yeah, with with, with, with right, Smith and Wesson. Right. Other than right. that, the rest of the tracks have been uh, well, actually no, I'm wrong. Um, on um on Still I Rise, Tattoo Tears came out of that. Um, right. But the right. only thing is that on Still I Rise, also there too. Yeah, on Still I Rise, Still the I only Rise. Thing, if you listen to the Still I Rise version of Tattoo Tears, Greg Nice is on that song, and whoever edited it. Should uh should get a come on son because in the begin in the very beginning of the song Tupac runs down who's on the song, and and you can you could audibly hear him say Greg Nice but they edited Greg Nice uh off the song on the on the version that ca- that they actually released. That's right. Unfortunately, mm-hmm. they did. They but um, but like you know how that go. But but I'm glad that Military Minds actually saw the light of day although they changed the beat but. The verses were left intact. As long mm-hmm. as that counts. Yep. But uh, but yeah, that'd be my pick. Is the is the um the One Nation album? I think that album would have been fire just for who's on it. Um, you know what? It came out on Death Row, and you know anything that comes out on Death Row, the executive producer gonna be Big Shug. You know, shout out to shout out to you, Big Shug. All right, all right, all right, all right, all right. <laughs> all right you know the executive producer be Big Shook. Shout out to Big Shook. Do you work for Death Row? No, I don't. <laughs> Good. I, I, I do own a Death Row t-shirt. You probably get beat up if you work for Death Row. <laughs> you don't know that. And then I'd have to ask you a question about the embarrassment. Hey, hey, all right, Broomfield. T.O., go. It's your turn, sir. Oh, Broomfield. All right. This one goes out to my people in Queens. Now, mm. now the reason why I say that right now is because as much as these two have been affiliated with certain artists from Queens, this would have been, to me, a, a little bit of a nail in a coffin. Why the hell has Cormega and Big Noy not collaborated on a joint album? <sighs> Now this is why I may I may be able to answer that. I I, I know I know it's you. different, but there's something about those two that that got me our attention of they should do a joint album even back then I, in the time of like probably '99 would have been a perfect and, and by the way I I had a name for them Meganoid. <laughs> hey, what's wrong with that? Like that's a, a, you, you, bro. That sounds like a transformer. Exactly. 
Meganoid. Meganoid. <laughs> Meganoid sounds kind of ill. Now, uh, I mean, go ahead. I mean, if if we were to talk about producers, uh, I would have gave them large. I, I would have started with Les first. Um, I go with large. But wait, wait. Question: I, I, I Why, why would you call, Why would you call them Meganoid? Is because call Mega. And Big Noid. So I just felt like putting oh, those oh, two. Oh, oh, you just, you just played on the names. Okay. Just to, just to play on words. Yeah, man. Just play on words. But um, Large Professor definitely will be up there. Um, Havoc obviously will be up there. L.E.S. I'll give them Alchemist. Mm-hmm. Got mm-hmm. And stuff. It's 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 tough to... Primo? Hmm. Uh, I don't know maybe. about that. I don't know, cause cause Primo worked with Mega before, obviously. Yeah, but Big and Noid, 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 solo career. Noid doesn't get the credit he deserves. But you mm-hmm. know what I like most about that, about that album that you just put together, the collaborations, cause you probably you would have had the entire Queensbridge on that album. Exactly. You would have had Nas on there in good spirits. You would have had Tragedy Gaddafi on there. You would have had Nori on there. Yeah. You'd have Capone on there. You you you'd have everybody, even probably Lakey the Kid, who Cormega did do an album with. Hell, even he's not from Queens, but you probably would have had A Z if he would have oh, had yeah. a chance. Yeah, possibly. Prodigy, of course, definitely would have put put some hot verses on there. You know, um, you know you know how much a Queensbridge would have been would have been in that album? All of them. Including, including, including the man you disrespect every single time. <laughs> My man Shan. <laughs> I don't disrespect Shan. Oh, God. oh, and oh, and Mac, please put Marley on there too, man. Marley got to touch that somehow. I think they could work on them. Yeah, they could do a Marley B. That's true. Because you remember Nas Marley, did this. Marley, you, yeah. remember Nas, you remember Nas did QB's finest. You remember he did that. He executive produced that. So he tried something like that. What you're talking about? But Cormega and Noy together. Yeah, there's something interesting with that because Cormega is a raw MC and so is Noid. So I don't think they've ever done anything together unless that finest album. But as far as together together, no. that's 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 kind of interesting that that never think, happened. I don't think Noid was even on the Testament. I said the same thing about Nature. You know, Nature never did anything with Mob Deep. Really? Wait, 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 wait. Nothing. Nature? Nothing. Hold nothing. We gotta rewind. Wow. Nature is not on any Mob Deep record. And you know who else isn't on any Mob Deep record? Who? AZ. AZ. Yep. They've never collaborated? Not no. one thing. AZ and Prodigy did something much, 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 much later on with Raekwon, I believe, a song they did together, which is great. But at the time of their peak and their apex, um, nothing. Yeah. Nothing. Can you imagine that? Nature was not on any Mob Deep record. AZ was not on any Mob Deep record. Mm-mm-mm. I don't think Nature and AZ, have they even, well, not counted the firm, but. Um, Nature was on, he, he was on Pieces of a Man. Pieces of a Man, remember? yes. Okay, now I remember. Yeah, Nature, Nature was there with, um, what of course, um, you know, God bless the dead. You know, we did we did shout them out half a mil. That song that they did together. Yes, so they did. At least we had that. And of course, with this album, uh, um, Mega Annoyed, the whole Queens, and you know, not just Queensbridge. I mean, not to be greedy, but please put Cool G rap on there as well. Oh, Cool G has to go in there. 
We has no Craig choice. Craig G. Craig G. Craig G has Rich. to go in there. QG, cool be, G rap yeah, has no choice yeah. but to go on that damn you, album. You, you, know, you, you think they would have got Roxanne Shantae for a song? That's the nice. I was waiting. I was waiting for her to pop up because she appeared on QB's finest, so that would have been nice. She she was on QB's finest, so she probably would have been on there. Who knows what could have happened? You, you this would be a, this would be a Queensbridge classic with 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 Mega and Noid together. You know, Mega Noid as, as you called it. <laughs> what? That's not a bad name. It's pretty cool. I, it's I know some cool. people. I know some listeners going to go to that email, and be like, uh, we got a little issue here. <laughs> Meganoid. <laughs> Meganoid. Word. But yeah, yeah. I, I would. I would have gave her a chance for Big Noid and Cormega on that. Who? Who? Mm-hmm. who who's executive producing the project? That's a great that's, question. That's a great question. I, I'm, I'm not going to. Is that's going to be the hardest question of all topics, unless you def, unless you got a down. Because you know, you know, Mega's been independent. Yeah, for a that's long the time he's done no, his thing with that. Bit. You think Havoc should be the executive producer? He could be. Ha- yeah, it could have been executive produced by Havoc, and of course, all those infamous guys. Well, if we, if we, if we, if we, but if we putting most, if we putting most of the Queen, if we putting most of Queensbridge on the project, I would say have Marley Marl executive produce it. Yeah, that could I was work. I was thinking of him too. You, you know, of course, Marley, on his days. Marley, uh, you know, of course, on his uh, of course on his days off from the Valencia Jeans Factory, of course. Hmm. That's true. I think Marley should be the executive producer. That would have been that would have been perfect. It would have worked. It really because Marley has executive produced projects before. I mean, he did a joint album with KRS. Yeah. Shout out! Shout outs to Marley Ma. I've never worn Valencia jeans before, but. What? Well, what's with the sigh? He, he just had to bring that up. I don't know why. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the, the the people need to know the facts. Mhm. Mhm. Yeah. Whatever. Shout out to Cormega and Big Noise. Oh yeah, especially now uh, with Mega and you know being on the on the Nas album. You know, on the song, and, and, and it sucks, it's especially been, as much good as to see that. And the reason why, because Cormega was nice, regardless, he had a good, you know, representation. But the hype noise was getting, especially his verse off Give Up the Goods. Ooh. He, he got his contract based off that. Yep. How much did he get paid? Oh, he got paid. What mad was it reportedly? Money. Well, it, 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 was, it was like, what, $45,000? $50,000? $50,000. It might have been fifty five. I'm not sure. It could have been. It could have been for that. Yes. Because that verse was fire. It's like him coming out the gate and just <laughs> just jumping in there in the poof and just going crazy. Noid is that type of dude. And he was and he's young. You know, he was he was young. He we he could have been the third member of Mob Deep. We had this conversation. I Mac. still don't understand why. <laughs> but you see now when Havoc does the show, Noid fills in. Mm-hmm. You know, for the late great prodigy, because Noid was there for them sessions, so he knows them verses very well. Oh yeah, all from what from uh, the infamous to like what America's Nightmare or the Infamy. Yep, yep, yep. He was there. Mm-mm-mm. Yeah, good stuff, man. All right, Chief, all right. You're you're up next. All right, and this project is called the BQE. Oh boy! I got a feeling it's Kane and G Rap. 
That would have been dope, but no, I'm not talking about them. I'm talking oh. about Nas and Jay-Z. Nas and who? Jay-Z. Nas and Jay-Z. Should have been. <laughs> yep. Might as well. Yep. The BQE, not the Brooklyn and Queens Expressway. I call it the Barbecue Expressway. Uh, oh, oh, you call it the what? The what expressway? The, the barbecue, barbecue Expressway. <laughs> I got to hear ain't the nothing, reason why. Ain't nothing, ain't nothing but good old seasoned chicken right here with the, with the barbecue sauce on it. Now, here's the good part about this. This could have came out any year. It could come out today. And still be good. That's what's good about it. Now, why I say this is because we know the history. They were they they were Jay Z wanted Nas on reasonable doubt. Nas didn't come out to the session, and he already explained why he didn't come out. Irv tried to make this happen. Irv got it. And after the I Declare War concert, where they publicly were on the stage together, they shook hands. They did. A version of Dead Presidents, which was fantastic, with Nas coming in with The World Is Yours, which the sample from The Dead President stems from. This could have been the album that New York in particular needed because Nas is who he is. Jay-Z is who he is. You would have had Primo on here. You probably would have had Pharrell on here. You would have had... Uh, LES on here. You probably would have had Dre on here because Dre, you know, Dre worked with both of them. Primo worked with both of them. The, the track masters worked with both of these guys. Large Professor worked with Nas. I don't think he's ever worked with Jay. Maybe Havoc would have been brought in. Alchemist probably would have been brought in. You know, Nas has his set favorite of producers that he works with, even though he's worked with new producers recently in his career, which is great. Jay-Z has his own set of producers with Just Blaze and with no ID and with and with the Neptunes Pharrell with Timberland. Timberland probably could have been on here. I was you could have had so many you could have had so many possibilities and play with this album anyway. You got two bosses coming together. If it came out in the early nineties, you probably would have had Biggie on there. You'd probably have the firm on there because Jay Z shouted out the firm. Nas had a relationship with Biggie. We know Jay-Z and Biggie had the commission that they were going to do together, which would have been fantastic. You would have had all these different... I, I picture the album cover, everybody sitting at the table, like the mafia table with all this food in front of them and just in suits and that mafioso look, man. It, it would have been the perfect album with Nas and Jay-Z. And they collaborated with Black Republican. They co collaborated with Success. They collaborated on I Did It For Hip Hop on, on the Ludacris album. They got songs together that they've done. So at that time, and if you remember the Sway interview, when the beef was squashed, he asked both of them, would you guys ever do an album together? And he was like, you know, we got to think on that. You know what I mean? We, we you know, we got to take a walk around the corner with that. And then instantly right after that, they came out with Black Republican for the Hip Hop is Dead album. So, you know, you know what I you know what, what I thought, you know what I think about? They could have did an album together if they really wanted to cuz at the time they was both on Def Jam. Exactly. Matter of exactly. fact, matter of fact, Jay-Z signed Nas. So, why they couldn't do an album together? All right, all right. Oh, Jay Z did not no, sign us. No, yes, he did. That was an LA, LA reboot. Reed. What are you I don't talking know why about? People always bring that up, saying that, that Nas works for Jay Z. Nas did not sign the Rock Nation. He did not sign for Rockefeller. Even though Jay Z was part of that Def Jam production, everything like that, it was LA Reed who made the deal. 
And the Jones experience is on the back of Nas's album covers for Def Jam. That was Let's clear that, that up. That was Let's a more clear that on Jay-Z. Right. And Jay-Z said it a thousand times. I have to keep saying it. He said, you cannot sign a person of Nas's stature. You could only partner with him. That's well, what he said. He was the president of Def Jam, so he had something to do so, with it. So that don't mean he works for Jay-Z. Shout out, shout outs to Hoven as the president of Def, the Def Jam in, o, in 06, man. He signed Ross, Jeezy, Ross, Jeezy, and Nas. He did not sign Nas. Stop it. Oh, Ross and Jeezy, <laughs> yes. But come on, man. Nas is too much of a big name for, for, for oh, oh, all of a sudden you work for Jay-Z. So it's like Nas wins the battle, but Jay-Z's win the war. Y'all sound so stupid. <laughs> but that's my album, The Barbecue Expressway. It would have been fantastic. Okay. So uh, I believe that that comes back to me. Mm-hmm. Yep, here you uh, go. Now, y'all know I'm a big, big, big aficionado of No Limit Records. And oh. um, y'all know that uh, for years, uh, every time you bought a No Limit album, in the booklet, uh, you always get the albums that's coming soon. And uh, this particular album was coming soon for about two years and never materialized. Um, I'm going with the Tank Dogs, man. For those of y'all that mm. don't know, the Tank Dogs is uh, Mac, C. Murder, Bean, and Snoop Dogg. Oh, boy. And we got Mac right here to talk about it. Go ahead. I, I don't know about that, but... uh. <laughs> They did. They the Tank Dogs did two songs together in the whole time No Limit was around, and uh, well, actually three, and uh, and it was supposed to be like a mafioso type thing because uh, they all had aliases. Um, Silk Silk was Nino. I don't know why. I don't know why. Uh, my Mac <laughs> was why, Nino. Silk was Nino. No, not Silk Nino. Sorry. Nino. Silk, no, Silk was Vito. Silk Vito. was Vito, and, and Silk, I think who was was it? Who was it? Mystical Nino. No, 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 no. Yeah, no. Master P was Nino, but Master that was in Five Hours Four Boys. Was Nino. Oh, okay, um, got you. And and the Tank Dog Silk was Vito. Um, Fiend was Sleepy Eye Jones. Sleepy Eye Jones, I remember that. Snoop didn't have a nickname, and Mac was Macadon. So, but uh, they did three right, songs right. together. They did one on um. They did a song called Money Talks on C Murder's Bossolini album. They did um. They did um. A song called Whoa, which was a which was a um. Uh, uh, a posse cut on Max album Shell Shock, and then again on Max album Shell Shock, they had a song called Tank Dogs. Tank Tank Dogs, yep. That song was crazy. So, um, was. as far as this album, I think it would have just followed the No Limit formula. The whole oh, roster sure. would have been featured in some type of way. Um, they wouldn't have had no. Now, now here's the funny thing, because when you look at No Limit and you look at their formula, No Limit Studios, what's up? <laughs> <laughs> if this P, let me hear you say uh. <laughs> but uh. Oh, that skit never gets old. But uh. Nah, that skit never gets old. But um. Now here's the thing: if you look at No Limit, all their albums were were produced exclusively by Beats by the Pound. Every track, except for Snoop, because on No Limit Top Dog, um, Snoop worked with other producers who weren't in Beats by the Pound. So yeah, I right. think personally, you would have had one or two tracks on this album where Snoop would have been like, "Nah, let's get some, let's get this produced." I think Dre would have ended up producing a song, honestly. 
He probably it, would because yeah, he was because on No Limit Top Dog, Dre too. produced a song, and on the Last Meal, Dre produced a song. So it's funny because exactly. me and Mac was just talking off air yesterday about how Master P actually rapped over a Dre beat once uh, on Lalo. <laughs> so even though, even though makes even, me I'm, laugh, man. even though he only spit an eight. That I mean, verse credit makes to him. me laugh every time. I mean, the man. verse was verse was funny, but at least he flowed well on it. He didn't do bad as flow wise. What's up, Pippin? His P is Snoop with Dre, Dre on the beat. The, ain't, ain't nothing but Luke. Nothing but Luke. They call me Jack Hammer for <laughs> the bread. The I, got, I got. But they call me Bill, Bill Clinton for the head. I got. Oh They should have called that album the Bill Clinton album because how many Bill Clinton references was all over it. Well, hey, that that was the popular thing at the time, man. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. Shoot, but this album Bill Clinton was referenced on the White House Black, and he just got into office. <laughs> but the True Tank Dogs definitely would have been something. I, you know what that album? I call that album. Now I got a perfect name for that album. Uh huh. Booyah beige. Booyah beige. <laughs> yes. You've never had booyah beige before, have you? You put that in soup, don't you? That's the base for the soup. No, I'm thinking of bouillon. Right, 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 right. Bouillon beige. Bouillon beige is 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 a is a is a food. It's 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 a recipe. You know what I'm saying? So you know when you when you mix all that in together, you know it, it's a sauce basically. You know what I'm saying? So you get all them ingredients together, and you make that sauce. It's gonna come out good. Bouillon beige. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Bouillon beige. We've been good. Okay, interesting. That's really great. Tank tops. Let me t- tank tops. Tank tops. Well, <laughs> speaking of tank tops, you know we got a uh, Rap Lab tank, tank tops available for sale. Teespring.com. Search up Rap Lab podcast. Our tank tops are made 100% cotton, all recyclable material, and uh, two dollars of every uh, tank top sale goes to a charity. So definitely check that out. We got tank tops available. Rap Lab podcast merchandise on teespring.com that was Check very good that was re- that was very good but can you say it a little faster <laughs> why would i want to say it faster is he, what is he, like those commercials right <laughs> like those commercials on the radio like when you're paying attention listen to it oh i thought that was a, say it a little I, faster I, I, oh i thought that was a silk the shocker joke well, i mean if, if if it was a silk the shocker joke i would i would bring up you know his his acting skills in that movie, <laughs> but, you know. hot, Bo- hot boys was a great film well, he was actually rapping. He wasn't acting in the movie. He was rapping. <laughs> I told this guy yesterday about that. That's my that's that that, that that's my girl. Lashana Farrell. She didn't do it. <laughs> she didn't do it. All you needed was a all you needed was a Beats by the Pound track behind that. It would have been. <laughs> it. Yo, y'all funny. That yo, you know what? I watched Hot Boys yesterday for the first time in a long time. Oh God. Mm-hmm. What you mean? Yeah, oh God. Hot w- Boys is a great movie. Uh, bias. That's it. And 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 if it gets hot out there, we have those tank tops for you, people. We have the shirts for you as well. If it gets hot, we also have blankets, ladies and gentlemen. We have blankets for you on uh, If it gets hot, why would we want blankets? No, listen, no, no, no. no. I'm talking about by the beach. You know what I mean? You oh, the beach, oh, the beach towel. Yeah, yeah we got the beach towel. Right, right. We got the beach towels as well. So Teespring.com, ladies and gentlemen. That's the plug. Teespring. But uh, back to you, T.O. What, what, what other uh, albums we, we cooking up? Oh, y'all going to laugh at this one. We're going to my family tree. Oh, All right. Finally, it's about time. Uh, when I look at these two, and I'm picturing in the year of 2001, 
I'm not sure what I would have called the album. But if I would have heard these two, everyone, especially all you listeners, make sure your speakers are low. P.D. Pablo and Mystical. What? Yes. You know what the name of that album should be called? (laughs) Let me tell you, when I listen to these two, and I'm, I'm still picturing 2001. The name Loudest. of the album should be called Airplugs. <laughs> because you're going to need it with that. I don't know. It was something about these two. When I I, I don't know about today, Mr. Cohen and Petey Pablo. But back then of 2001, would have been a perfect time to collab. I agree. Now They didn't even I, do a song, right? Yep, they, they did. They did a song together, man. They, they, did, they did one together? I, they they didn't do one. No, they didn't do one, for what I remember. Damn. But Mr. Cool and Petey Pablo, it was the way they were coming. Well, Mr. Cool was already established. But Petey's, this is Petey's time of, like, debuting from the diary. I'm sorry, writing in my diary. Mr. Cool already mm-hmm. came out with the tarantula, if I'm not mistaken. Yes, but, the, but the style they were cooperating with the loud, wild stuff, I think would have worked. And it would have just, hell, who, who would have known? The problem of that was who would produce that album. Could I be was the, just thinking of that. Could the Neptunes done something to help Petey? Because I could no, tell you, Neptunes I could tell you somebody that the Neptunes would worked with Mystical at that point, so yeah. that's realistic. I could tell you, I could tell you who definitely would have been on there. Little John would have been Little John. on there. I think Mystical would work on the Little John record. I mean, who, who produced on um, Move, Bitch, Get Out the Way? That's a good question. Because uh, that type of sound would have worked for both of them, even though Mystical was already on it. Timbaland. You probably you you mm. probably would have had Luda on there. Yeah, yeah. Timbaland Timbal- would have been on there. I would love to see a Mystical and Timbaland. Now, beat. what what era of P.D. Pablo are we talking about? Cause, 2001. You know, so he was on Death Row at the time, wasn't he? Uh, No. He wasn't on Death no, Row. No, 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 no. No, no, no. He wasn't on Death Row, bro, at that time. I think it was on P- Atlantic. I can't remember. PD, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, by the way, to answer your question, KLC from Beats by the Pound produced Move, Bitch. Oh, wow. Limit producer, K- KLC. I didn't even That's know it was up. KLC. I, I mean, I didn't, I didn't pay attention to put the, the producer credits for that on Word of Mouth album. It was I, it was Jive Records, guys. PD was Jive. Jive. And that's oh, perfect so, so because so, Mystical was on Jive. That's perfect because Mystical was on Jive, so there's no hey, issue. Hey, oh man, you see that? They could have did it. Yeah, this could have did it. This would have looked heavy. On and Jive. you know, we would have had Beats by the Pound in the house. You know, I'm just saying. I think I think Peter could work with a Beats by the Pound, maybe he depending. Can. I believe depending. I believe so. You got Beats by the Pound. You got Timberland. You got Lil John that we talked about. You could put the man. Next that would have been that would have been interesting. I think that would have been interesting. So, yes, guys, that's my cousins of the family tree. Absolutely. Airplugs is the name of the album. <laughs> what, would you have named, what would you have named the album? Well, Airplugs. <laughs> Let's see. That's a very good question. I was thinking of, hmm, I want to call it, I, I, I was going to say Wild Style, but that's... <laughs> <laughs> that name has been taken style, huh? so many times. In That's that. the problem. I I mean I thought of the movie the moment you said that. That's why you know technically. 
or Southern wild style. I don't know. Who knows? Because they both from the South. Oh, I got the perfect album for you. What? Beware. That's the name of the album. Beware. And Smooth knows what I'm talking about. Very, very he funny. He wanted to beef against you and because he wanted to beef against you and LV. But that song was the nail in the coffin. That song was the nail in the coffin. Anybody that does a song like this, beware. They won the beef already. Anybody oh that does that, it's an instant what? winner. You are very beware, You and LV, bro. You and LV killed Mystical and dragged him through the river. No, nope. He got out that river and dragged them through the river. Would beware. It was over. Oh man. Oh man. Good choice though. Good good very creative. Good choice. Uh QG, you're you're up next. Follow me with this one, guys. Two all beef patty special sauce. Biggie and Craig Mack. Yes, sir. The Big Mac album would have been done and would have been done right. Because what I was thinking with that, now we all know both of them are solo artists. We know that they they came out. And again, the promotional tactic that was used by Diddy for the Big Mac was genius. That that's and again, side A, side B. You got flavor in your ear over here and you got juicy over there. Now, for this in particular, and they, they there is a, a record out there circulating of a freestyle that they did. You know yes, what I'm saying? It, the, was, um, t- it was on the uh, off the. That's right. Movie, right. That's that's correct. That's I think so I think correct. they were on Tim Westwood when they did that. It was on Tim Westwood when they did it, and and they were both very supportive of one another. I don't know what happened. I don't know what happened where I where there was an interview where Biggie was saying some not so nice things about Craig, and I was like, whoa. They asked him what about Craig. Here? They asked him about Craig Mackey. I don't fuck with that nigga. Uh, I was like, man, he's like he he collaborated with him for business. He's talking about the flavor in your ear remix, but I was like, oh man, like, but if this album would have been done, I probably would have did it after Ready to Die and um and um Craig Mack's debut. I would have I would have said it in 1995. Yeah, because it would have worked in '95 because you would have had you know Easy Moby all over. Easy Moby could have did the whole album. Forget it. <laughs> I, mean, I mean you could have you could have just had one producer over there but if you want to collaborate with, with both sounds can you imagine Craig Mack over 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 Primo beat that's a good question I think it will work I mean Craig would be all over the place for one uh you know you probably would have had Lord Finesse on there because Lord Finesse did work with Big like I can't keep putting big producers and Craig ex- Craig worked with Easy Mo B a lot honestly you could have had Eric Sermon on there to be truthful. Can yeah, you no, the, Eric the, Sermon, the, 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 and that's fair because they was they both from Brentwood. Oh man, Eric Sermon, uh, Eric Sermon beat with Biggie and Craig Mack on it. That's gold, man. But you know what? It was, it was funny though, and this album could have really happened because they were both on Bad Boy, so there was no. Yeah. But on on official wax, they only collaborated one time. That was on the Flavor Year remix, wasn't it? That's that's the only time they officially collaborated together. Yeah. Well, then again, and it's funny. Well, well, no, that and uh, let me get down, let me get down. I can't count yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. I mean that uh, that that song. Like if they did do that in the beginning, it didn't come out. It was redone, mm-hmm. and Craig didn't have a verse on it. If he, he just had the hook, probably took it off. 
But he probably did have a I, from. But see, from what I heard, he did have a verse, and they just took it off. I'm sure. Yeah, I'm it was. Sure it was. It was in the vault before Born Again happened. And I think because of the time that Biggie wasn't really messing with Craig, they took that off. Now I don't know why, because I would have loved to see Craig. Yeah, I, 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 I agree with you. So uh, the Hitmen weren't around then, but I'm sure they were there, but they weren't called the Hitmen. So yeah, they probably would have. They Wait, probably would have been now, on that. Now that's interesting because. I was always under the impression that the hitmen were Easy Moby and D Dot and um, the group collectively, and Stevie J and the rest of them collectively. But it, when you look at the Ready to Die album notes, it was just Easy. Yeah, Easy LP was part of the two. Right. It was a it was a collective group of producers. So I mean, they weren't called the hitmen then. They came later on. Yeah, they weren't. They, they weren't the hit. They, they weren't officially known as the hitmen until like what, ninety eight, ninety nine? Just about. Just about. Exactly. So, um, now that on, album, but, that but album would have been dope. If the Big Mac album would have came out in ninety five, like you said, I'm pretty sure Lil Kim would have made an appearance. Um, oh yeah. Faith Evans would have made yeah. an appearance. I'd have Busta Rhymes on that album, guys. I well, yeah, since Busta, Busta, since since Busta and Biggie actually did collaborate in in action in real life, I could see that happening. You would have had a nice influx of Long Island and Brooklyn coming together on this. Album. You, you know who else would have been all over the album? Oh, uh, a whole bunch of puffy ad libs. Oh God! Oh Puff God! Be dancing <laughs> around, screaming, screaming that, around on the song. Bad boy. And 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 and, and, and you know stop, the good, stop, and, and, and the good news is. You won't have to question who the executive producer is. We already know. No, nope, because it would have been Sean Puff Daddy. Oh. It would have been Puff already. <laughs> so that's my pick. But um, no, that, that that that's a very interesting pick because that's not a fantasy. That that had all the makings to happen in real it life. It could have happened. It could have happened. Yeah, it could have happened. So I mean, there's that's not out of range. Um, yeah. My next pick is, is 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 very much fantasy. I don't think anything like this would have ever, 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 ever happened. Uh, I would have said uh, I would have liked this would have been like the most intellectual album of all time. I feel, but I would have liked to have seen uh, KRS One and the Jizza from Wu Tang. Ooh, this is going to be now that ooh. Because think about it, if you could combine the lyricism and the topic and the subject matter from both. Liquid Swords and Return of the Boom Bap? Oh my That's god. That's a big album. That's a huge, huge, huge album. Huge. That would have worked out pretty good. The only thing is how it see now KRS one has never worked. See now Jizza being a Wu Tang member, he's gonna work he's gonna naturally work with the RZA. I don't think KRS one has ever rapped over RZA beats. I don't think he's ever rapped over RZA beat, no. Oh. Now my other thing is, um, KRS is is KRS uh, is known for working with like DJ Premier. Mm-hmm. How Jizza would have sounded over a Primo track? I think Jizza would be fine. And then like it's it just and see, but now the whole other thing is it of who who's gonna feature on it? Obviously, obviously the uh, you're gonna get Wu Tang members that are gonna feature on that. Oh yeah, they'd be all over it. Imagine, um, imagine, 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 uh, you imagine KRS-One and ODB on the same track. That'd be dope. 
I mean, the entire rule, I mean, if not the entire, you'd probably have meth. You'd yeah. probably have ODB, like you said, you know, deck. You got to put Inspector Deck on there. Yeah. And um, I think he'd fit perfect. You know, this is going to this is going to be an interesting thing to say, but you know who else would be um would be would be on that album as a featured guest? Somebody who's like it was not on anybody's radar at that time or even ever. Who's up? Uh, Freddie Fox. Freddie would be that, good. I didn't even think of that one. Because if you remember on, be on Sex and Violence, Freddie Fox was all over that album. Mm, that's a that, good one. That's BDP's la- last official album before KRS One started going solo. For you folks who don't know, so you would you would do this you would do this album what year after Jizz's debut? I would say late '95, early '96. Cause you after, know what? You, after Liquid you, Swords, before I got next. You know what the funny thing is? You could have did this album early because Jizza was down with the Juice Crew. Yes, the genius. This album could have came out early at the time when BDP but I, was but, at but, its but when, he, but when, when 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 Jizza was on Cold Chillin' though, I don't think that's the same Jizza that. It's I not. Don't think he, He's not on the same level as Liquid Swords, Jizza. No, no, no. Because that, as that, I as that, I've that said Jizza's on is different. As I've said on this show previously, Liquid Swords is one of the most intellectual albums I've ever heard. The first time I listened to that, I had to, like, my head hurt. Hey, because it goes over people's heads. That's the way he was rapping. He was speaking some shit. There's science. There's religion. There's everything on this album, man. There's history on this album, man. Now, you know who would have been the executive producer, right? Who are we Ooh. talking about? It's a trend with every KRS-One album. He, the executive producer would have been <laughs> Scott LaRock. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, it would have been Scott. It would have been it, it would have been good to, you know, to have Scott, man. Man, if, uh, if Scott uh, if Scott could have been alive to produce that, though, oh, my goodness. Oh, man. Mm-hmm. Scott um, and, and And again, you know, with, you know, when we talk about collaborators, there's a there, there's a lot here because you know KRS is from the Bronx. You probably would have had Fat Joe come on here maybe. Yeah, and and Jizza's from Brooklyn, and you know Jizza, and that's why I said ODB because who was Jizza close to in the Woo? The closest, uh, he was closest to ODB. So, man, KRS went on a RZA track. That'd be very interesting. I mean, I that think was, I, I say it will work. I'm a big fan. That would sound work. hot. That would sound hot. Yeah, that'd be hot. That, yeah, I don't, that, I, that album that album would probably be in Harvard University, man. You said Hartford University? Harvard. Harvard. Oh. It would probably be in Harvard University in the archives and the, with the encyclopedias, man. They probably would have educated so many people about it. Mm-mm-mm. Uh, Alright, Go ahead, T. <sighs> God rest these two souls. Mm-hmm. Who we got? Now, in my opinion, this probably would have been the peak of their prom. And I'm picturing in the year of either 2000 or maybe early 2001. Now, I know there's a title track based on uh, deceased, partic- uh, particular deceased rappers. But I would have partic- uh, particularly called that specific album this name. Big L and Big Pun. Mm-hmm. I would have called that album 
deadly combination. When you <laughs> realize how deadly one raw spitter from Harlem and one raw spitter from the South Bronx is, uh, yeah, it should have been bound to happen a long time ago. But apparently, both of them were taken away from us way too soon. And I think the way I see this, you may think I'm going to say Fat Joe may be the executive producer. I mean, he's worked with L. He's worked with Pun. If you oh, would yeah. trust him, if you if you oh, would trust yeah. him on that, by the way. Well, any well anything that big pun, that big Pun would do, Fat Joe would have to have a hand in, don't you think? Yeah, but remember, DITC was Big L and Fat Joe as well. Right, no, and that's and, what and that's what would make the album happen because you have that bridge. Because of course, L is in digging in the crates with Fat Joe, and Fat Joe discovered Big Pun, so you bring them together. What label would this be on? Would this be on Loud or would this be on Columbia? I probably would do a joint. A joint, a joint venture with a joint venture with those two. And you know what? You you also got to look at the collaborators, man, because somehow, some way, because you because you know. L had his Children of the Corn. Imagine a Children of the Corn terror squad collaboration <laughs> together on a song. That, first of all, that'll be the longest rap song in history. <laughs> you, would, you wouldn't listen to that. Because, you wouldn't listen to that because you don't like Killer. This is no, 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 no. You see, this is where you messed up because the Children of the Corn cam is completely different than the cam you heard on Lazy Haze and Purple Don't Haze. Come Home. With, Lazy Come home with me. Nope, nope. Stay where don't you stay are. Home, stay, over, stay home over stay there. Stay home. Don't come home. Um, what was the other one? Not killer, killer season. season. Nope, not killer season. So <laughs> that camera on on Children of the Corn is different. That's the exactly. real camera on. Yeah, that's the real camera on. So but that, yeah. that would have worked. Yo, if if actually you may be onto something, QG, because if they would have done that album, God forbid they would have brought their respective um groups with them. Uh, absolutely. Now, I know this crazy. is 2000, and it's a little bit different when Mace tried to retire. But hell, if things were to change, and there were and Bloodshed was still alive as well, man. Ooh. Oh man, for sure. Who knows? Okay. But I would have definitely had Lord Finesse on the um album producing. Oh, I put Diamond. I put Diamond D on there. Gotta have Diamond D on there. You gotta put Diamond D. Minnesota man, I've been bad. He was the one that produced the. I mean, I gotta put my boy Kid Capri. He gotta be. Oh yeah, we gotta put Kid Capri. He on would produce that, yeah. <laughs> and, and he gotta be on there. And fun work with Kid Capri before I think. Absolutely. Um, you know who else would have to produce on there? Who? I would think the Beat Nuts. Oh yeah. Put, yep. I, I, oh yeah, Juju. Juju. Yeah, Juju. Juju's a great producer. Yeah, the Big Out. Uh, yeah, definitely the Beat Nuts would probably be on there. As far as uh, a collaborator, I think that uh, Lord Tariq and Peter Guns would have to make an appearance. That's not a bad that'd, idea. That'd be pretty good. You that'd know, the whole Bronx-Harlem connection. That'd be good to have um, Lord Tariq and Peter Guns on there. And yeah, the Bronx-Harlem. Uh, who else you got? You got... for From a commercial standpoint, you know, I mean, Puff and Joe have a, had something because you know the original twins were supposed to be Joe and Biggie. Yep. I didn't know that. Yeah. Oh yeah, Fat Joe has done a, uh, he's done interviews where he's like the original twins concept. Be this Biggie. is before this is before Joe met Pun. So this was this was in the beginning. Like you know he wanted to do that. They were going to have these 
big suits on and do all this. And there's songs. Fat Joe says that there's songs with him and Biggie. And and Puff did work on the hook of Don Carter Jr. Right. So I mean, with that Harlem thing, it, it would it would have been cool, man. Like hey, Puff hey, and hey, Harlem hey. together. And, and look at this. So you you got the Harlem River right there. From from Harlem, you can cross between like the Third Avenue Bridge, the One Forty Fifth Bridge, the Macombs, uh, the Macombs Dam Bridge, the McCom- Macombs Dam, uh, yeah. Macomb whatever, Madison the Avenue Macomb- Bridge. Wait, 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 wait. What was that? The Macombs Say Um Bridge? What was that? <laughs> oh, there, there is no Macombs Say Um Bridge. That no, well, that's the name of it. The Macombs Say Um Bridge. Oh no, I like no, we're that. No, we're not going. Yeah, there. yeah. And if anybody knows Harlem, it's you. You see all them streets you just gave. I mean, I, I, that was the bridge, I mean, not the streets. I, I mean, yeah, yeah, you I know mean, the streets and all that. I mean, Mac, he, 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 all he gotta do is step out on the balcony when he come back to New York. He, he see everything. Mm-hmm. Oh God, and that's in Brooklyn, by the way. <laughs> right, right. To make him say on um, bridge, cool. Oh God, this is gonna stick forever. And please, and please, please make a left on um in Hawk Sink or Wonka while you at it. That's not in Harlem, sir. <laughs> it doesn't have to be. Just, just you know, just make sure you make a left out there. That's a good block, by the way. In other words, he is talking about Hoyt and Skimmer on streets, ladies and gentlemen. Right, right, right. What did you call in it? Hunt Sinka Wonka? Al, don't, Al, Al, don't, don't start In Hunt Sinka Wonka. In Hunt Sinka Wonka. That's me. <sighs> Al, don't let him be with that one. <laughs> Just let him be with that one. <laughs> Ain't no going to recover from that one. But I think that would have been the realest, deadly combination. Like, I don't know we had the posthumous record of Pac and um, Big and Big, Big L, L, whatever. But mm-hmm. me, Pun and Big L? Ooh, Lord have mercy. That would have been That would have been mm-hmm. great. I think, let me see, would Buster Rhymes, speaking of which, since I said Lord have mercy, would Buster Rhymes want to make a great appearance? On this? I mean, hmm. he got that freestyle with Pun, right? Yeah. Oh, and he was also on parental advisory. He yes, he was. He should have had a person. I, had I, a first I, I that. don't understand why. <laughs> that I don't right understand why. I mean, lyrically, this album would be too much. <laughs> like pun and L together. And, 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 and you know what? Also, put on that album as a collaborator, if they were alive, mm. Kane and G Rap. Mm. I know why you did that. I know the big picture. <laughs> Oh, well, yeah, well, not only the big picture, there's the story of Big Pun kneeling down and kissing Cool G Raps ring. Oh, yeah, that too. Out of you, respect. That was one of his mentors. That's, that's, that's power right there. Shout that out to G Rap. Oh, yeah. But Shout most definitely, to... you, 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 you could definitely have those guys on there. That'd be fire. Okay. Um, QG, it's your, it's your, it's your pick. We're going to go to the West Coast. I'll go to the West Coast with this one. I would have loved to see DJ Quick and MC8 do an album. Uh, why didn't that, that happen? Why didn't that happen? Here's the thing. The, the, closest, the closest we got to them, according to MC8, there is a song that they, you know, that they did do together. They weren't there in the studio, but they were featured on the record together. That, that, was, that was floating around in different areas but let's i need to point out how important this is now on a on the artist from the west coast his name is problem he did an album with quick 
and the name of the album is called Rosecrans. Anybody knows what Rosecrans is in California? Eight is on that song. It's a song called Central Avenue, which which blew a lot of people's mind because DJ Quick, who was who was known as the Blood, Eight, who's known as the Crip. We know their history. We know their beef. At the time when it was over and done, they should have been on a song together, an official record together, because it would have did a lot. They're both from Compton. They both had a beef. They're both in different gangs from Compton. They both had ties to Easy E. But Can you, know you imagine what this album works. would have sounded like? Right. But right. you know that's uh, not how it worked in the real grand scheme of things. Of course. Of course that's not how it works in the, in the real grand scheme. They did an interview together, guys. Yes, they did. They did I remember a, that interview. They, they did an interview after the beef that went down, you know. And 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 for those that um, can look it up, it's on YouTube. The interview that they did was on BET Tonight in 1999. That's Man, how BET far Tonight. Back I haven't heard that. I haven't heard that in years. BET Tonight. Yes, that's how far back it goes. They could have did something then. Eight style, his unorthodox style with his amazing delivery his, oh, his, his wordplay oh man that G, especially you know, on the menace yeah. society menace society soundtrack yeah <laughs> wake your pockets up put it out of three shot what was that track the when, they, when he was part of cmw it was the isaac hayes sample the hood made me what was that track oh, you're talking about the hood took me under yeah the, the hood, hood took, me, took under. me under don't 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 what with the hood? That's a classic right there. Quick's production, which is which is just flawless to me. Uh, his signature sound over eight's vocals, I think that would have blended perfectly. And you gotta look at the collaborations. If if, if this was at a time in ninety-five or, or or you know, God bless the dead, Easy E probably would have been on there because he worked with Quick before. Uh eight if you remember the song We Want Easy, the video, you see a bunch of young kids in CMW t-shirts jumping around. That was Compton's Most Wanted right there. Yep. Uh, got, you know, God willing, Dre, you know, maybe above the law, you know what I'm saying? And all them guys. Cocaine 187 and Spice One probably could have been on this album. E-40 could have been on this album. This probably would have been a crazy West Coast mm. record. Snoop, Snoopy would have been on there because, you know, Quick was down with Death Row and uh, Snoop and Eight was cool, you know. Maybe the Dog Pound probably would have been on here. Danny Boy probably would have sunk some of the hooks. Nate Dog probably would have been all over this. This would have been a good album. I could picture a red and blue album cover right now, or one red album or one blue album, and just you, and, coming and together, that, uniting I, the gangs. And I, I bet you, if that would have happened, that's exactly what the cover would have been. Oh, and you man, know, and it, you know, you didn't have to get nobody to produce it because Quick makes his own beats. He makes his own beats and he's his own engineer. He would have he would have produced it and mixed it. And shout out to the Chill as well, who who was the producer for um, CMW. CM, CMW. He, he could have been on there. Like it would have been a beautiful album, man, to have those guys come together to do that, especially for the, Compton and especially for gangs too, because you would you never know. Like this, that could have been an influential album for gang members in life. It would have been ahead of its time. It would have been ahead of its time. We've seen Crips and Bloods work together now, but at that time, nope, it, it, it wasn't. It was. It was. It, 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 was, it was tough. Mm -mm. It would. It would have been unheard of. And the bridge, the bridge for that right there would have been Snoop Dogg. Yeah, mm. 
He's the reason why the beef got squashed in the first place. He's part of the reason. I mean, he, didn't he help? Didn't he help the whole thing with Common and Cuban them and and all of that other was things that, with Farrakhan? That was yeah. That Snoop was there. Snoop was a part of that. Snoop was the one that orchestrated it. Yeah. After Biggie died, you know, Snoop got on the phone with Minister Farrakhan. It's like we got to do something about this. Oh, and not to mention, probably Ice Cube probably would have been on this album too, man. Got to put Cube on here. When oh, you think I mean, of the West Coast, I mean, Cube with Quick and Eight, man, you can't get you can't get no better than that. And again, if they were to do this album today, you got to put my boy K Dot on there. Got to put Kendrick on there. Oh yeah, Kendrick could definitely help him. And I mean, what about the Compton, game? man? Oh yeah, oof, big time, big time. Especially when Game first came out officially on Aftermath, because when Game was doing shows, DJ Quick was his DJ. He was with him doing shows, so I don't think Game and 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 Eight have done anything, which would have been interesting if they did. I I I wish that would have happened, but we get it. We get why uh, Game worked with Quick. You know, I mean, with the gang affiliation and quick as a dope producer. So, yeah, mm-hmm. that would have been really, really cool. man. Yeah, I think so. And then who who would who would you think quick would have executive produced it? I think so. Uh, well, either that or your or your boy, Big Suge. Shout outs to Big Suge. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But, you know, but, you know, if Suge have any involvement in it, uh, DJ Quick would be credited as David Blake. Yeah, because that was profile. Profile wouldn't let Quick make anything off his off his name, so Suge suggested, "Yo, use your real name. They can't take that from you," which was a smart idea. Yep. Mm-hmm. So that's my pick. All okay. right, smooth. All right. Um, I got my pick is got to be uh another another one that was in the realm of possibility, but. Somehow just didn't happen. Um, they were all all these people were on the same record label, every last one of them. So there's no excuse. They all use the exact same producer. So again, no excuse. Uh, I think the Juice Crew should have had an official album. Uh, I agree with that. And even though we've had what what was that Marley's Marley Scratch? Yeah, Marley Scratch. What was, what was that? What was the name of that album? You talking about the album where the Symphony was on, right? Yes, because you've seen them like separately. They've done songs, but an official, an official album, absolutely. The Juice Crew. You you should have had Shan, Shante, Biz, Craig, Kane, G Rap, Ace, all together. Are you kidding, man? No, you, the name been, of that album was uh, In Control. In, in Control. Oh man, and 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 you know what? That's the that's the. That's the uh, that Shan Shan said in the interview where where we hopped in his car and, and he left because he said he wasn't getting paid. That's why he wasn't on the symphony when they was yep. getting ready to do the symphony. He said he he said he he didn't get paid for the records that he did with Marley, so he got in his car and he dipped. That's yeah. how Ace got on there. Ace originally wasn't supposed to be on it. Ace just got there. So this was a good opportunity for Ace. It worked out for Ace. But yeah, an official album? Oh, are you kidding? What would you name this album? That's, that's the tough question. That's the tough one. I got a perfect one for you. What do you got in mind? 
And Al, you should have came up with this because you're a wrestling fan. Freshly squeezed. Um, <laughs> but the label, the label would have that you you're a fool. But the the label definitely would have been cold chilling. Um, oh yeah. And, and it's not like these artists didn't uh, didn't collaborate already. Most of them did songs with each other. We know uh, uh, Biz and 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 Big Daddy Kane collaborated. Kane and Cool G collaborated. So I mean, and then all of them we on did? the symphony. We did. We did. We did. <laughs> I actually did something with. Kane. I said cool. that was cool. Man. I said cool G as in cool G rap, not. Oh, 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 right, 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 right. Same difference. Shout out to mm. Mm. But um, but yeah, man. So yeah, that juice cruise should happen. And you know something? They didn't have to collaborate with anybody. You could have just made the entire album with just the juice crew. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Roxanne Shantae would have been on there. Um, Marley would have, Fly Ty Williams and, and Marley would have both executive produced it. Absolutely. Yep. You know what's interesting too with that, especially with the beats that they were involved in. Can you imagine the disc records that probably would have? Like it would have been a full scale war against BDB, man. If they would have, if they would have did it. Man, oh man. Imagine, imagine, if, we, imagine, imagine if, if they collaborate on the album. <laughs> that's also something interesting. Imagine if the whole I know this we spoke about this on the beat for episode, but if the whole juice crew would have went up against BDP, man. Juice crew would have behind. You think so? They would have Cause there's not enough. What is BDP gonna come with besides KRS? And D nice. Miss Melody, who else? That's the <laughs> Uh, Kenny They're Parker. Not gonna be, they are not, not going to listen. If, if Cool G rap and Kane would have jumped in that thing, it'd be <laughs> over. <laughs> they didn't jump into this whole thing. You know what I mean? If, if they would have got involved in that, oh my lord, forget it. Master <laughs> Ace didn't get involved in it either. And Master Ace Craig is G. no slouch. And Master Ace no slouch. It, Craig G jumped in it. Craig G jumped in it, but it was it was it was because you remember the song he did uh, "Diss and Red Alert" and Chuck Chill Out Duck Alert, which is oh a great yeah song. yeah yeah that's true. And, and, he, and, and and again you got you got an emerging people from Queensbridge coming out after. There's a story of Tragedy Gaddafi throwing a cup of ice at KRS One. It didn't hit KRS One. It, it kind of went past them because w- what happened? KRS was in Queens performing The Bridge is Over, and Tragedy Gaddafi, who was a kid at the time, was like, how we, how y'all gonna let this man come here in our borough and diss us? So he threw the cup of ice at KRS, and guess what KRS what did after that? What? Performed The Bridge is Over. <laughs> so Tragedy was like, I respect him for doing that, because he didn't stop the show, he didn't riff, he just, he, it was bold, man. But yeah, most definitely, um, that album would have been would have been crazy. Oh yeah, and 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 again, it just it, it I just don't know, I just don't know why it didn't happen. You know what I mean? Like, there's no, there's no, I don't, because again, it's not like we had to deal. It's not like there was multiple multiple artists on different labels, and the labels had to come to some type of compensation agreement. You know, like it's all they're all under the same the same house. They all use the same producer. They all they all meshed well together. 
Like I, I, I think, I, I think, I think money was the issue. I think money was a problem because, like I just told you about, like with Shan and and everything, like who knows who was getting paid what. But I think, I think that was a problem. You know how many countless interviews that Shan has. You know how many countless interviews Shan has done against Marley. It was more. Yeah, quite, yeah. quite, and then, quite and then you see at times Marley will respond in the in his own inter or his own segment and everything. Yeah, there there was a lot of there was a lot of there was a lot of infighting in in the crew. Yeah. Yep. Yep. We've been crazy. All right, we got we'll, we'll go one more round of this. Um, yeah. Uh, Tio, it's your last pick. Well, let's see. I guess I'll stay in Harlem. Uh-oh. Now, I'm not going to count this specific album because this man is part... He's part of the label, but I wouldn't count the full album when his first debut. Not him, but there's another one who's going to collaborate with him. But the reason why I say this because I... The way Puff Daddy and Mace chemistry works together... I don't know. I think they could have done their own album as well on Bad Boy. Because you, you look at the Puffy I, and Puffy and, Puffy and Mace. Mace. Album. Only because they work well together. They feed off each other. They got great chemistry together. And me personally, I would have called that album More Money, More Problems. Mm, it could have worked. That's just me. What, what year would you put this out? 97? 97, 98. Mm. 97 or 98. Possibly 98. It could have worked. It could have worked because maybe Mace, maybe around that time, maybe Mace wasn't thinking about retiring, even though that was in 99 after the Double Up album. But me personally, I would have gave the nod for a Puff Daddy and Mace collaborative album. Now, I know people are going to say, well, they done that on No Way Out. But I can't count that because that's mostly Puff Daddy and the family. So you would put this out after after No Way Out and Harlem World. Like this would have been coming out directly after their. I don't. Their... I don't know if I would have put No Way Out yet. Oh, you would have did this first. Yes. Hmm. Okay. Interesting. Interesting. And, 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 and possibly maybe it was. Maybe it could have worked after No Way Out. But I just. But people. I will say, listeners, look at how these two feed off each other, especially um, Can't Nobody Hold Me Down. That's a perfect, that was a perfect song. It was a perfect song for them to feed off each other. And as countless collabs they have, not counting as part of, I mean, you can count more money, more problems. But even though that was a No Way Out uh, thing, I'm sorry, that was a Life After Death thing. But um, the way those two feed off each other. It's just perfect. They did countless songs together, whether they were featured or whatever. But me personally, they should have done an album together. I think it would have boosted Bad Boy a little bit more. Who knows? Who would have been featured on this? If Big was as, alive. As collaborate. Oh, most uh, definitely I, Big. Big. Um, Jay could have been on there. Yeah, because he's worked with Puffy before. He's worked with Mace before. That would have been Big. If things would have worked big. out, Craig, imagine Craig Mack and Mace. Ooh, that's different. That's different. <laughs> that would be different. 
Do you, so wait, so do you? Well, no, Shine wasn't in the mix at this point. No, nah. not yet. He was just on the Forever album. The, That's but but but, but you say in '97, right? Right, so the, right. So, the year, the year so, in particular so, you're talking. Of. So so the Locks would have been involved. Yeah. Oh yeah. Black, Black, Black Rob would have been involved. Black Rob would have been there. He did come out in um. He did. He was featured on because the, you got to remember, yeah. even 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 though he wasn't, he didn't have his own solo album for another three years. Um, on Victory, Biggie, he was definitely down with them because Biggie said Black Rob joined the mob, ain't yep. no replacing them. So Lil um, Kim would have been on there. Lil Kim would have been involved. Lil Kim had to be involved. Well, obviously seasoning them, but let's let's try let's try to see who out of outside of Bad Boy could have been involved. Mary yeah. J would have had some involvement, I believe. Mm, Mary with Puff and Mace on a record, that'd be dope. Yeah, that works. Yeah, yeah. Because that you also got to remember, um, her, her and Puff had a, had a relationship from when he was at Uptown, and she was always mm. around. They probably uh, would have. I mean, sticking around, Faith would probably be on there singing a the hook. Kelly, you know, Kelly Price, Kelly Price. I, me personally, I put Cameron on there. Then I'm not sure about Big L based on the production yet. But Cam, I think would have worked. Cam probably could have worked. I mean, with entertainment and everything, Lance Un being around, and who mm-hmm. knows? Like, this is Harlem. Your yeah. boy probably would have been on there too. Who, uh, Cameron? I'm talking about L. L. Mm. I think Cam would have been around too, coming off the strength of horse and carriage in the same year. I mean, he, he was. If it was '98, he would have been there. He was on the Casanova song. He was on Casanova, yeah. Um, but who else? I don't know about LL. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's too much. That's too much. I don't know about LL. LL on a puppy and bass record. I don't know. I don't want to hear no phenomenon and all that type. LL. That's too much. That's too much. I don't know about my. I don't know about my rap father on there. You know who may have been on that album? Nas. It could have. It could have. Nas maybe could have been on that album. Nas, Nas, Nas probably could have been on there. Like there, there's a Buster probably could have been on there. Oh, Buster would have been on there. Um, DMX might have been on there. <laughs> well, yeah, because oh, yeah. DMX was on Harlem World, so that's fair. Very possible. Very possible. And him and Mace had a had a friendship, so yeah, that would that would definitely would have worked out perfect. Interesting. You, there's one person that I was thinking of that I thought may go in there, but I'm like, nah. And and it's gonna sound weird. Method Man? I can't see that. Yeah. It'll be hard, especially at that time. If you guys remember correctly, when No Way Out won the Grammy, what did ODB do? Wu Tang is for the children. <laughs> there was there was a little because they they were this album would be a commercial shiny suit album you know that right yeah of course they're all the way commercially shiny suit with the samples I mean this album probably would have sold ten million records if you think you think we would have seen an appearance by Esco on this album no that's what I said yeah, yeah Nas, I think would pro- Nas would not Nas would probably be there with the shiny suit on. Imagine Foxy would have helped with them. She was on No Way Out. I don't know. It's just something about. It's just something that's in my head about Puff and Mix, that their oh, chemistry yeah. is so dynamic. 
I mean, what did what did Missy say? Me without Tim Milan is like Puff with Puff no mace. They mace. had that they, they had that chemistry where you could just have Puff and Mace anywhere and doing everything. Look at the records that they did together. They all were hot. Especially the Grandmaster Flash sample can't hold me down. Wasn't Puffy gonna do an album? Well, I, I think you know, No Way Out was originally was supposed to be called Hell Up in Harlem. Hell Up in Harlem. Yeah, yeah we, we cut. We talked about that on the show a few weeks ago. But then he changed this, the name when uh, that, when Big died. Yeah, that title right there could have been that for that one, uh, Mac. You you know you, if you you know uh, if you, I got I, I got a question, Chris. You think Calvin Lockhart could have been on that album? <laughs> Yo, can I? You know, I know exactly where you're going. Yes. You know, um, if you listen to No Way Out on certain tracks, uh, Puff makes mention of Hell Up in Harlem. So, yes, on the now, song, uh, what you gonna do? Yep. And by the way, no Bad Boy album of this era is complete without an appearance by my man Joe Hooker. <laughs> <laughs> Joe Hooker would be there singing the hooks. Yep. It's Joe Hooker. That's a, that's a fact. He probably would have been on there. You got to get Joe on there. My man Joe Hooker. He, and, I mean, uh, the Hitmen the hit would produce the entire thing. Yeah, they would be all over it. That's oh, a fact. Yeah. As long as Puff and Mace don't sing again. That, that, that's, so, that's so I, I could see the album cover with them probably with, 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 with two Benzes and shiny outfits and money flying all over the place. That 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 because more money, more problems. The name he came up with, right? Yeah, and I'll still put a I'll I'll, I'll put a background of like parts of Harlem. I throw Snoop on there. Snoop, I would put Snoop on that album. That's interesting. To, to send a message, because mm. we all know Puff and Snoop had a friendship prior to whatever thing was going on. So. And what did they say? East, West, every state, come on, bury the hate. What best way to show an example of let's get some money together, let's have some unity, than to put Snoop on that album? And Carl Thomas, as long as he's not twirling around in the rain, he'd have been on there, too. Oh, will you stop it? You show some respect. I bro, did it, and I didn't hear no complaints. Listen, listen, Summer Rain, bro, when, when, I, when, I heard, when I see the music video for Summer Rain, I say, yo, this guy is soft. He's a singer, you idiot. It wasn't, and that's and that song was off the Shaft soundtrack, also. I believe, which was weird. That's a good pick, though, especially you know Puff and Mace. And you're from Harlem, so it's Taylor Made, man. First of all, <laughs> first of all, that's like my fourth home. <laughs> all right. So who's up next? Is it on me? Ah, uh, yes. It's on you. Oh, All right, well, I got a choice for you guys because I, I I got two in the clip, but we're only going to pick one. So let me ask you guys a question. Do you want me to go to the East Coast? Do you want me to go to New York and California? Or do you want me to go to Houston and Philly for this one? Uh, I want to hear I'll Houston you, and Philly. I'll, I'll, I'll let you guys decide. What about you, Al? Houston and Philly. Mac and Brad. Ah, Beans, beans and Scarface. That was talked about and discussed about a lot of times, and they've done songs together. We and know how big him. of a fan we know how big of a fan Beanie Siegel is of Scarface. He said it a million times, and the chemistry, like on the song, guess who's back? Guess who's you back? Can feel you can fit like 
Scarface rap hard. Beanie Siegel rap hard. I mean, you no disrespect. That, to, no disrespect to Jay Z, but that could have been the only song for just Beans and Scarface. It could have been. It could have been the way that they did it. Now let's let's look at this scenario here. Obviously, Jay Z would be on this album. Mm-hmm. Hell, he probably executive produced this album. Let's look at this. Let's let's look at let's look at how it how it all breaks. I know who I would have put on that album. Who would you put on there? Cube. Oh, Ice Cube. Oh yeah. I mean, because Cube Cube worked with Scarface. You know what I mean? He's never done anything. He's never done anything with Beans. Born again. And and again, that record right there. You still going to war the dust. Yo, I mean, Beanie Siegel and Scarface together, they probably could have did like 12, 14 tracks. The Mac and Brad album, you could definitely call it that, Mac and Brad. It's very They simple. had a song called Mac and Brad. Yes, they did. Exactly, Mac and Brad, because we know that, we know Mac is Beanie Siegel, we know Brad is Scarface's real name. So um, the production, I mean, pick your poison here, man. I mean, Jesus. I mean, Kanye. you got to have... You got to have Kanye on there. Kanye, especially at the time. I would have put this out in what? 2002? Yep. I gave it that year, too. I would have given it that. You know what I mean? 2002, 2003, you could have did it. And um, who else you got there besides Kanye? Um, Hove would have made an appearance on the album. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, we said Jay-Z, definitely. I would... Oh my bad. I would say Just Blaze. I'd say Just Blaze could probably be on there as a producer. Um, I would. I would. Uh, as far as collaborations as well, like we need that connection well, with, with, with with the South. We well, you know. Well, you know. Well, you know. I think. Um, I definitely think Devin the Dude would have had a feature on there. Oh yeah, yeah. that's Scott. Gotta put Devin. Devin would be on there. Devin would sing the hook and rap on it. <laughs> that's Devin for you. Yeah, um, fire on there. I mean, Beans might put parts of his state property in there. Yeah, you would probably have Freeway. You'd probably you probably have all of them state property. Young know, Chris and Neef and uh, just just don't put Petey Crack on there. That's all. No, no, no Petey Crack. Okay, sorry. good. No, 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 no Petey Crack. I don't want to hear any ring ring. I don't want to hear that. No. <laughs> Why? I can't stand that, yo. I hate it. Oh, they they back. I mean, that, that is the most annoying, yo. It, it's getting, it's getting, it's getting kind of no, hectic. It's no, getting, no, it's no. Getting, it's getting no. kind of hectic. Especially on flip side. Kick who got go better. They say she blow la la. Shut that off. That was a hot part of the song. I don't know oh, what he, stop, what is he it. talking about? What did he, what, 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 what does that mean? That part was terrible. Stop that. That part was, t- I can't stand it, man. Sorry. All that ring ring and get the better, get better, get better. No, no, no. Stop, stop it. Stop it. Stop Damn. it. Um, the Ghetto oh, Boys, man. even though they weren't around with each other at the time, it would have been nice to see that. Mm. Uh, you think Luda would have been on here? Possibly. Because <laughs> Luda is Def Jam South. Scarface did sign him. So you, you probably would have had a had a, had a emerging Ludacris on here. I would have had Daz as a producer. That, that's I, fair. I, mean, I say Daz because Daz did work with Beans. Yeah. And Daz did work with Scarface, if you remember. 
on, on the I, song Money Make the World Go Round. So that would have worked corrupt, out. I even have Corrupt on the album. Yeah, 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 yeah. Gotta have Corrupt on there. Because Corrupt is from Philly. Mm-hmm. And he was he worked with Bean. So it's it's like it's a joint effort. You know what I'm saying? And um, the label... I don't oh, think Dame no. would ever let that one go. <laughs> no, Dame is selfish. <laughs> and it's about the chemistry. You know what I mean? Like, you'll get some thoughtful soul on this album. You know what I'm saying? And and they collaborated twice with Jay-Z. They did. They did. No ID would probably be on here. Mm-hmm. Uh, who else would we put on here? There's a... there's. there's you don't want to go too far-fetched. You understand? Like, there's certain producers I wouldn't put on there. I want to put producers that could feed with these guys. Right. And, and again, we talking about Philly. You, you, could throw, you could throw the roots on this album with Scarface yeah. and, and Bean Siegel. That, that would be crazy. Now, that's interesting. Yo, bro, that would be one of the most heartfelt songs ever made with those guys. Oh, yeah. You'll oh. get the streets, and you'll get some soul in there. You think Bun B could have made an appearance? Yeah, that's that that that's within the realm of possibility. You could put you could put you could put Bun B on there. UGK, you could put UGK on there. Mm-hmm. It would have been an interesting. <laughs> if UGK would have been on there, then you would have to put possibly Freeway with that specific record too. <laughs> oh man, you got Houston and you got Philly, so you gotta have both. It's almost like trying to balance that particular album with features as well. Exactly. And you don't need that much. Just get the right amount, get the right producers, have mm-hmm. Scarface and Beanie Siegel do their thing, and it would have been a good album, man. I predicted that album yeah. probably would have went platinum, dog. I think it would have been platinum. And Beans was really gaining fans then, too. Beans was pushing, because prior to prior to that, you had him on the Dynasty putting in work. You had him on Volume 3, where he made his debut for Jay-Z. I thought he I thought he was on Reservoir Dogs. He was on Reservoir Dogs. Yes, you just corrected me that. But now you have a visual. Because there's no video for Reservoir Dogs. You hear him. And remember, he was on Puffy's album, too. Yeah, he was, he on, was on the on song Nas. He was on Nas. Right. Was, the, was he on the No Way Out album? No. Oh. No, he wasn't on there. He was on Forever. Yeah, he was on Journey Forever. Through life, that record. Journey so Through now, Life with Nas and Kim. So so now with that record with Jay-Z, you know, um, Do It Again, now you see what Beanie Siegel looks like. Yeah. And Dynasty really helped him out. Dynasty really helped him out, though. I love Dynasty that verse. So I love Siegel that whole song of Change the Game. Oh, yeah. That was a good one. Oh, of course, you can't forget Bleak. Bleak would be on this album. Gotta have Bleak on there. Yeah, Bleak. Definitely Bleak. Gotta have Bleak on there. Anybody else you guys can put on there? Well, Al, you go. Not, you... Not, not, not that I could think of. Oh, yeah. I thought you I thought you wanted to go one more round. <laughs> oh, oh, no. I, I have no, no, pick... Al, Al, you up. Yeah, Al, you up. Go ahead. Oh, no, I go have ahead. my pick of an album. And I, go ahead. Again, this, well, no, this one would have had label issues, but... I would have loved to have seen a Native Tongues official album. I knew that had to come in there somewhere. Uh, now, how many how many tracks would you put on here? A lot. Between <laughs> fifteen to twenty. <laughs> I told you. Be, no, no, but, but check this out though, because 
you you're gonna have Jungle Brothers. You're gonna have De La Soul. You're gonna have a tribe called Quest. You're gonna have Black Sheep in there. And then on top of that, on top of that, you, let's talk about the features. Leaders of the new school got to get a feature. Um, Absolutely. Well, they're in the group, so they're in the group. But people, but but people that weren't in the group but affiliated, they would be there. Leaders of the new school will have to get a feature. I would I'll, say, um, I'll put Camp Low in there. They got to get a feature. Definitely I would gotta put Camp Low. I would, um, I would give. I would comment. put Arrested Development on there, guys. Yo, I was comment. about to say the same thing. Yeah, they would get a feature. Check this out. I, I would, I would, I would have Common and um and Black Star get features too. Oh, that's that's way that too native talk right there. <laughs> Are you kidding me? And that then production wise, Q Tip makes beats. Dilla, who was who was working with Tribe, um, would make uh-huh. beats. Uh, Ali Shahid Muhammad would make some beats. He definitely would. Doesn't um what's his name from Daylight make beats? Uh who? What's Prince Paul would, would would have production Prince on Paul it. Would Prince, be Paul. All over it. Prince Paul would be all over it. I mean, Daylight has produced before. So well, that's after Prince Paul, unfortunately. But that but that 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 entire album. That what entire, year would you do this? Oh, that's the tough one. Ninety six. Ooh. Well, you, I mean, you got to put Nas on there. You think Nas would fit? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And I'm gonna tell you why '96, right? Because everything gels. So, De La's coming off stakes is high. Uh, even though some people don't like beats, rhymes, and life, that's my second favorite um, Tribe album, which I I really album. love. Also, Tammy Lucas got to get a feature on a hook somewhere. Mm. Oh yeah, Tammy Lucas. Shout out to her. Um, definitely Tammy Lucas. Yeah. Uh, who else? So Daylight had stakes as high. Tribe had um, beat you know, in life. You know what? Also put on that album. I may go left field. I might have put Heavy D on that. Mm, you can. I put Pete Rock and CL. Oh yeah, I mean they but could. Pete Rock and CL weren't together in '96 though. Yeah, they still didn't drink the Sprite too much. That's the problem. They, I mean, they weren't together, but they probably could have fit. Pete Rock could have had a share of producing parts of the song, too. And I'm pretty sure, even though Black Star didn't come out till 98, somebody could have got Talib and... Actually, Most Def was just about coming as an unknown around then. Yeah, he was underground. He was was coming up. He was on the Bush Babies song. Yeah, he was. He was doing the Bush Baby record. That was tight. And leaders Ooh. of the new school, even though they they appeared on Buster's first album, right, which was in '96, which was the last yes, they time they did. ever did. Yep. That was so the last so time they were together. Yeah. So that's in the realm of possibility. So, as far as who would have executive produced it, um, that oh, I don't know. I think will you ever put the Fugees on that album too? I think putting the Fugees there would be overkill, honestly. <laughs> They could fit, but I mean, they could fit, but it's overkill. Like the, overkill. the styles will gel, but it's just too much. And then think about it. So if you have a song with Tribe, because you know, if if they were to ever do a compilation, there would have to be that one song, just like on the QB's finest song, I did the Bridge 2001. There'd have yeah. to be one song where every last member of the group was on that song. So cool. do you know how long that song would have been if you would had every member of Jungle Brothers? Uh, Tribe, Black Sheep, and De La, and Queen Latifah, and Moni Love, all on the same song. 
and then want to put true. features on top of it. That's true. Bro, that song would have been 20 minutes. And Lord knows that they added more people like Black Sheep or or someone oh, yeah. like. Because they were affiliated too. Black Sheep, but yeah. They were well, so Black like, Sheep official members of. Tri- of, of they were official members. Yes, they were. Yes, they were. They or they were added other people like Diggable Planets or. All diggable, diggable, diggable product. This would have been good for the affiliates. Diggable would have been on there. Yeah. Yeah, that would have been tight. You think KRS could have been on here? No. No? <laughs> well, maybe maybe if he had did a solo track, Q-Tip, Q-tip and, uh, and, and Chris, yeah. Yeah, it depends on the song. Yeah. Maybe D- now, as far D- as the D Nice could have been, maybe. Maybe. Well, at the time, D Nice. Well, D Nice stopped rapping by the time '96 came around. Yeah, he, he, yeah. He, he was long gone. Yeah, he yeah he wasn't rapping then. You said production. Production. I mean, they have Ali. Like I said earlier, they have Ali Shaheed Muhammad. They have they have um, Q-Tip and they have Dilla. I don't yes. I don't know who else you would you would put to match their style. You don't I mean, need too much. If you wanted to bring in one outside producer, I would say they could have called Guru at the time. Because mm. Guru is known for producing that jazz rap type vibe. That's true. Mm. I mean, Primo, sorry, Primo, I don't think you would make the cut. <laughs> That's two different Pr- styles right there. Primo, Primo with all those guys, yeah, it'd be. That's mm. two different styles right there. It will be. It will be too much. The Roots may uh, produce parts of the album. I mean, they, they look like. <laughs> In 1996, you think so? I mean, they did come out with the uh, Philadelphia Half Life. Right. I think the Roots probably would have gave a little something. Could even collaborate with them. Yeah, they could have. They could have. You know who else could do could add production to 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 a Native Tongues album? Who? Raphael Sadiq. I was waiting for him to come up there. He'll probably sing the hook on the song. (laughs) Ain't no wrong without me. It would work too. That's gonna be he's gonna have like five hooks because that's a lot of people he got. I mean, I mean, I mean, I mean, because and if and I'm glad you mentioned that because you remember the group I Love Lucy Pearl. <laughs> oh I my love goodness. Lucy Pearl, really? Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> I, I love Lucy Pearl. And weren't they part of the Soul Quarians? Yes, they were. Well, I guess you could call it the I Love Lucy Black Pearl albums. Yeah, but that's the connection because Ali Shaheed Muhammad and Raphael Sadiq were, 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 were who was that? Don Robinson from En Vogue. Yeah, there you go. I love Lucy Pearl. Yes, I'm surprised you said I love Lucy Pearl Harbor. No, come on, man, that was a tragedy, man. Black Pearl. But um, but yeah, I I, I would have loved that, and it's a shame. Not only did we not get an album from them, they never collaborated much neither. They didn't. Mm-mm. That documentary still didn't come out. Nope. Oh God. Because everybody about that wanted to know. Everybody wanted to know. There's interviews with Moni Love and everybody. Everybody wanted to know why that album never came out. What happened? Like, it's crazy to me. <sighs> we will never know to this day. Nope. Nope. And the, and the closest you ever got collaborations was just collectively, like Ladies First. That's just Queen of Moni. The Buddy remix. The Buddy or, remix. Or the Black scenario, is Black. Black is Black. Right. 
um, Saturday. It's, it's like like I I can make, you can make an argument like you could take like all those songs from all these albums and make an EP. You but. can. And you know who I really feel bad for in the mix of all this? Who? The Jungle Brothers. Oh, Jungle Brothers, yeah. Why? Because we talk about De La, we talk about the tribe, we talk about Queen Latifah, you know what I mean? The, the, the JBs don't get the credit that they deserve. No. And they, and and I think, and they started the whole Native it Tongue. Started, they it started, started with it. Them. It started with them. And, and the, way that they, the way that they just get brushed off to the side, it's a real tragedy to that's me. what i'm saying like we talk about daylight so getting brushed off to the side jungle brothers got it worse it's terrible yeah it's real sad man and i know and like i said like and bl- well and bl- i don't think black sheep get get the credit either and honestly when people talk about black sheep there's only one song that they talk about only a little bit of this one. a little bit of that and the album is fire yep that album is labeled a classic mm-hmm and they have a few videos of certain songs they uh, did, but it wasn't promoted much like how um their hot what was the um like this like that and everything. But I mean, poor sheep. A wolf in yeah. sheep's clothing is a classic, but nobody it talks sure about is. it. Nobody no. talks about it. And even and even and and even on that album, the one feature they had on La Menage was Q-Tip. There yep. you go. It's like the only the the out of I don't know the successful ones if you want to say music wise you could probably say both Queen Latifah and Tribe Tribe more than anyone. But but you see I think Queen Latifah's success is more based on uh TV and movie than it is music because you walk, you if you walk up to the average person and you say Queen Latifah they're not gonna talk about music. They will definitely mention you and Auntie Why. Depending on there's who you certain, ask. There's, yeah, there's certain songs that stand out when it comes to Queen Latifah. You'd have to be a true hip-hop head to know her career in music. So, so technically, Tribe is the only one that... <sighs> and, uh, and with the whole thing going on with Daylight and them sons of bitches at Tommy Boy are trying to erase them, their history. Oh, wait, 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 wait. You know... <laughs> we have a special bulletin, and we interrupt this program for one thing. You just heard what Alfred just said, son of the bitches. In other words, this is defending De La Soul. Now, Tommy Boy, you should know better. But if this rant comes again, everyone, please listen. Thank you. Back no, there's, there's no, there's no, there's no rant. I'm just <laughs> no rant today. No, no, no rant. I'm just saying, but with Tommy Boy erasing their history, all, all like when you, you, I mean, yeah, what, what, what QG said earlier, um, it's just tribe. Everybody just talks about tribe. That's true, because if you talk about Daylight, the first thing they're going to mention is mostly me, myself, and I. Yeah, Moni don't get the credit. Moni don't get the credit she deserves. And Moni's nice. Rap-wise? Oh, man. Like, Moni's like, a rap. The, like, the, like, the closest thing they're going to talk about Moni is her radio days. Yeah. She's a great she's a great on-air personality, too. Shout out to Moni. And she really is. Yeah, she's really likable on the radio, too. She's really... She used to, she used to come out here. She used to yeah. come out here in Queens a lot. She used to be out here. Was it wait, which was it Moni Love on Dr. Ed Love and Dr. Dre at one point? Yes, she was. Mm. Yes, she was. Ed Love and Dr. Dre with Moni Love. Well, that's Great after job. Lisa, that's after Lisa G left. Yeah, after Lisa left. Man, that native tongue out, man. 
Yeah, but nah, that that's uh that's that's my pick. Hey man, pick. it should have happened. It should have happened. Agreed. And of course, for all of y'all listening out there, if uh, you want to play fantasy with us and talk about albums between multiple artists that should have happened, email us or groups. Email us raplabpod at gmail.com. That's raplabpod at gmail.com. Also, if you got any questions you want the Rap Lab to answer, because you know that's been a popular thing in the last couple of months, um, email us your questions, raplabpod at gmail.com. And don't forget, we got merchandise available for sale. We got T-shirts, tank tops, hoodies, blankets, towels, tote bags, mugs, all for sale. It, we even uh we even took the the climate of the world in, in into consideration, and we got rap lab official rap lab uh, COVID face coverings, so just to keep y'all safe. So yes, indeed. And, uh, everybody still keep still continue to keep safe. Yes, mask up, sanitize, wash your hands, all that stuff. Kids, this is, this this is not over, y'all, man. Kids, all the kids out there, man, be careful. All the elderly, be careful. Okay, everybody, please. Please, 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 please. This thing is not over. This is real. And hey, more those cases you, are spiking up too now. And for those of you out there partying and everything like that, congregating without a mask and thinking that this is not real, huh, wake up. This is real. Yeah, because uh, take it from somebody who lived it and survived it. It ain't pretty. But uh, mm-hmm. but definitely, um, yeah, so teespring.com. Search, put Rap Lab Podcast in the search. And uh, all our merchandise that we have available is uh, going to pop up. Uh, before we get off the air, I just want to give a shout out to our brother from Philly, uh, Malik, who the is coolest, the, 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 the coolest, host coolest of what? the coolest man, what the coolest yeah. brother, what he, he is the uh, the host of um, he is the host of the cool podcast uh, with the cool brother. He is the cool brother. Shout outs to him. Uh, you yep. can get his podcast. New episodes drop every Wednesday. On uh, Spotify and Anchor, uh, his latest his his latest episode is about Eddie Kendricks of The Temptations. He's also got a, a nice little episode on Ralph Tresvant, and uh, my personal favorite episode, his appreciation of uh, of African American women in the United States. Uh, definitely check him out. He's got really good content. And uh, shout outs to Malik, and shout outs to Philly. I uh, also want to give a uh, a huge shout out to uh, our number one fan of the show. A gentleman who uh, constantly writes into the Rap Lab email. Um, I believe he lives in Oregon now. Uh, uh, my man, Stephen Duggan. So, Stephen, shout outs to you. Uh, shout out to you, buddy. Shout I did. I did you. share. I did share the email uh, when we uh, when the three of us physically linked up for the first time in ages a couple weeks back. I uh, I did I did show, share the email with 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 the fellas. Uh, we appreciate you and. Um, we appreciate you uh, when you drive Lyft um, playing our show. Not only do you hear it, but whoever is riding with you hears it. So we appreciate the exposure. Um, by the way, Steven is a music producer, so we hope to have him on the show uh, pretty soon. Oh, yes. Awesome. This will be a perfect awesome. time. Perfect. Matter of fact, off air, I'll send you all his SoundCloud. He does, he actually makes some rap beats, so it's pretty good. But shout outs to Steven. And uh, anybody I want to give shout outs to before we get out of here? I want to shout out my boy TK once again, man, for purchasing in the Rap Lab and you know getting his apparel, his merchandise. Shout out to all the listeners, everybody that's been. Yeah, uh, shout out to all the listeners questions. as well, man. Shout out, shout out my boy Mike Picasso, Mike Picasso, one of my closest friends, one of my brothers for sharing the links 
Definitely want to have him as a guest on here. He has music. Please check him out. Mike Picasso, you know what I mean? Check, check all the distributions out there. He makes movies. Shout out my homegirl, Bishop. Who else? I definitely want to have on here. She has her projects out as well. She's from Buffalo. Show her some love. You understand? And uh, Mac, you got any shout outs? Man, just mostly my friends and family at the moment. But uh, uh, just again, just for the listeners out there, man, y'all make this great. This is for y'all, man. We And we love y'all for that. If it wasn't for y'all, I mean, I can't say if it wasn't for y'all, but for y'all that's still growing. And overseas, too, man. We got to give a shout out to the overseas listeners. Shout outs to the people in Hong Kong for, for having us chart out there. Rap Lab Podcast, number three uh, most listened to um music discussion podcast on all of uh apple podcasts in the region of hong kong um ching chong magahaya chow Ming. oh man he just see i I tried to warn him listen that's that's what that is that's what that is the attention of the people is that camera online (sighs) but but no no in all seriousness i would like to uh i would like to uh uh, I would like to give a message to all the uh, listeners in uh, Hong Kong in their native language. Uh, I would like to say, Ni hao, shatai. Mm. Okay. You're terrible. That means hello. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, you're terrible. Oh, just, terrible. Just, 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 just terrible. <laughs> I tell you, this boy don't learn. He just won't learn. When, oh, man. When I did I my advice and I did it. When I did my bison impersonation, I did it right. What are you doing? <laughs> I said, ni hao, shatai. What do you want me to say? That's, that's a low thank you in, in their language. You, you sound all, terrible, though, when you say it. ni hao, it's ni hao. Like, ni hao. Exactly, man. You sound like a cat, man. <laughs> I tell you, don't learn. That boy gonna learn today. <laughs> y'all terrible but uh yeah so we're gonna get out of here of course uh send the feedback to raplabpod at gmail.com uh shout outs to tk for buying the merch i'd like to hit you up personally and tell you thank you and uh for the next nine people who uh purchase rap lab merchandise uh you'll be hearing from me personally uh with that said uh it's been another episode of rap lab and uh we out yes indeed Peace.